Hey, 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 and welcome to the Victor. My name is Victor Tarfa, international transformational speaker, author of the book, The Seasons of Life, Corporate MC, and I'm also a mentor. The Victor, small wins, big victories. Hello, hello again. I'm so excited to be with you on this wonderful podcast. This is The Victor. Small wins and big victories. Thank you so much for joining me once again. And I wish you enjoyed all the podcasts you've heard so far. I'm looking forward to connecting with you. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and also on Twitter. My name is Victor Tarfa. I'm an international transformational speaker, a mentor, author of the book, The Seasons of Life. You can grab a copy of the book from Amazon. And I'm also a corporate MC. So I want to welcome you to a powerful Victor today. This is the Victor. I'm so excited and I want to thank you so much for joining me. And today, I'll be looking at a powerful topic, which I call the average. Average, average, average. You might begin to wonder, how do you measure this? How do you know when you're living a life that is just average? Another word for it, we can call it is mediocrity. How do you think you're living a mediocre life? What makes you think so? Now, we're going to start with checks. Checks and what makes you think so. And why is this topic so close to my heart? I'll give you a good example. I grew up in what I could call an average household. And I believe there are three types of people. One, you got those who will be classified as poor. Poor, I don't believe poverty has to do with cash. I believe it has to do with the mindset. So that could be a talk for another day. But I believe poverty is mainly in the mind. So those have been told that they can get to nothing. Those have been told that that's where they belong, right down below. And they've allowed those limiting beliefs to live with them and they stay at that level for most of their lives, even all their lives. And they pass it on from one generation to another. But sometimes when people are poor, it's a very good fume, a very good fire to make them grow and become powerful and great things or great people. One thing about being poor is you're already on the ground. You've got absolutely nothing to lose. So you're very hit rock bottom already. You're born in a poor family. You grew up in a poor family. All you've known in poverty all your life. But maybe one day that light lights up in their mind and they think, I want to break this chain. No one has gone to school in my family before. I want to be the first to go. Or no one has ever done anything positive in my life before. Everyone has been poor right from my great-grandfather, father and right through. And they decide, I want to break through this. And when they step out to do great things, they're not taking no risk because they've got nothing to lose. You know, it's powerful when you step out and do things because you just know, you know what, I've got nothing to lose. I'm poor anyway. Nobody knows me. So if I make mistakes, no one's going to laugh at me because after all, they laughed at me already anyway. There's nothing more they can laugh at me about. And I think that is absolutely very, very powerful. And that's why you hear stories of speakers, of great entrepreneurs from where they started, absolutely nothing. When they were absolutely poor, it gives them that push to go and just do great stuff because at the end of the day, they've got nothing to lose. That is one. Secondly, you've got the rich. Maybe someone born the rich family, somebody whose family have been rich all their lives. And then they've got that fume or that fire because they can say to themselves, my family has been rich all our lives. I don't want to be the one to first want to live a poor life. And when you enjoy the luxuries of life, you drive the big cars, live in the big houses, you think to yourself, there's no way I want to go back to, be, to being poor because that's all they've known. And because obviously the families are rich, they run big businesses, they organize things for them in which is very difficult. They have to be absolutely silly to knock themselves back into poverty. It happens sometimes, 
But obviously, his big silly mistakes that they make, they get them back into that level. So when they're born into a rich family, it's something that keeps you because it gives you that fume, that fire to keep going because you know that I want to stay here. I never, ever want to go back down again. And that's where it gives them the fire and the fume to carry on and keep going. And they maintain that level because they have a powerful level of friends. And they even look at things that look, if I drop down, I can't hang out with these people again. Even their networks are on a different level. So that is one level too. So you got those who are poor, they got nothing to lose. You got those who are rich, who have everything to lose. Because if they go back to poverty, they're going to have everything to lose. And both can be used as fire to keep you going. But there's one more level. That is a level which I call average, which I call mediocrity, which I call midway. That is one in which so many people struggle with. That's one in which people struggle to push themselves out of. You've got no reason to move. You're comfortable. You've got absolutely no reason to move. Les Brown told a story about when a dog was lying on a nail and he kept on groaning. And someone asked the owner, why is the dog groaning continuously? He said, because it's lying on a nail. Then why wouldn't he move? And he said, well, when he gets painful enough, he will move. You see, because he was comfortable where he was, the dog felt there was no need for me to move. Sometimes we always wait till we hit rock bottom and something goes wrong before we actually move. But one first food for thought I have for you today is, why do we wait to hit rock bottom before we go out to change our lives? Now, I can tell you my own story. I was born into what I could call an average household, an average family. We always had food to eat, which I can thank God for. We always had clothes to wear. We went to good schools. We lived in comfortable houses. We had good cars to drive. So growing up and going to school and everything else, I grew up more or less with an average mindset. My parents worked for the government. So they were constantly going to work, coming back from work. And I was brought up in that same kind of way that is all about finish, do your school, find a job, go to work, come back, just have enough to look after your family. You don't need any more. And sometimes even with my religious upbringing, is like a taboo to be rich. It was, to some extent, maybe hated rich people because everyone felt rich people were just thieves. You know, growing up in a country like Nigeria where there was so much corruption, everyone thinks if you have money, you must have stolen it from somebody or from somewhere or done something to cheat somebody else to actually get the money. But even though they are good people who have good businesses who run powerful things, but still, we just had that mentality. And obviously, we've always heard that saying that says, what you despise, you will never ever get. You can never attract what you don't like. So I grew up with that average mindset. Even when I went to school, it's shocking that I actually read just enough to pass my exams. I never took time to say, okay, I want to read, to excel and do a lot. All I was just enough for me to pass to move on to the next level. So if I'm in year one, I'm reading just enough to get me into year two, into three, into four, and that's all I'm concerned about. Even my university, just to get through. But there's one terrible thing about living that life. It is the worst place you can find yourself, living an average and a mediocre life. That is where the biggest frustration happens. A lot of people you watch and you see the way they behave and do things, if you look closely at their frustration, they have not put in as much as they should have put into life. And now they're sitting down there and they're totally regretting it. You get older people who finished work, they're retired, and they're so full of regret because they know they have not lived their lives to the full. They chose to live mediocre lives. Today on the Victor, I just want to give you that push. I want you to check yourself every single time. Ask yourself the question, am I pushing enough or am I living a mediocre life? I did a talk one day 
and the talk was about average. And I said, Mr. Average sits on the fence. Now, let me give you an example. Physically, go and climb a fence and sit on it. Tell me how comfortable it is. It could be the most comfortable seat you can ever think about. Because a fence is like a wall, either a wire fence or a metal fence or a, or a wooden fence. It's like a wall. If you try sitting on that, your bum is going to hurt because it is painful sitting on a fence. But why do we choose to sit on the fence all the time? Why do we choose to live that mediocre life? Why do we choose to live from hand to mouth? And that's what this podcast is about today. It's trying to give you that push to do a check on yourself. One way of checking yourself is if you're in full-time employment, if your boss calls in the office today and says to you, thank you very much for your work. We don't need you anymore today. How are you going to feel? Do you have that fear in your mind that if that happens, you're totally finished? What extra skills have you created or built or worked in? How have you developed yourself? Now, even if they say that to you, you can always say, thank you very much. See you later. How can you position yourself so that you are actually unsackable? Yeah, means you bring so much value. Whatever you do in the company, you might be the cleaner or you might be the CEO, but you bring so much value to the company that even when the company is thinking, I need to kick people out, they will think twice, no, this guy brings so much value. That means you work hard enough. You go above average. You go beyond and you deliver powerfully. And they will always say, wow, we cannot let this person go. Do you think you're in that kind of position? Do you think you are the person that they will say, no matter how big the company is, they know your name and they will specifically say, this guy, this lady cannot be let go. And that's one thought for you. Think about that. Now, most people might say, I'm a businessman. But the question is always, how hard are you pushing? Are you doing as much as you should? Because when I'm talking about people who go to work full time, one thing I know for real is they talk about Mondays and how many heart attacks people have on Monday mornings. And I always wonder, why do people worry so much about the work they actually go into? And I believe it's always about that perspective. It's that fear that they live with every single time. They hate going there, but they're not doing anything to get themselves out of there. So you have to think about that thing and work towards that every single time. And the same applies to the businessman. Ask yourself a question every day. Have I pushed hard enough? Have I made enough phone calls to attract the clients that I need? Have, did I wake up early enough? Have I studied hard enough? Do I have a mentor? Do I have a coach? Do I have accountability partners who are pushing me every day that I know I'm living my life to the maximum? I'm pushing myself so much that I know that I'm moving myself forward every single day. And you have to grow your business to the point where you can comfortably say, now I can sit down and my money is working for me. And that's the kind of level you have to drive yourself to. I am still learning personally. I am still growing every single day, but I always check myself every day as a victor. Have you pushed hard enough? Did you push beyond average? I grew up living an average life. And I can tell you, I know I can give you a good example of what he's like. I sat down in a classroom one day and I was shaking. I was absolutely shaking. I went to write an exam and you will not believe I read half of the manual. Now, I should have read the full manual so I could pass the full exam with 75 questions. But I read half of the manual because the pass mark was 35. There's 75 questions in it. Only 70 are correct questions. The other five are dummy questions. So you need to get 35 to pass. When I went to the exam hall, I sat there. When I started answering the questions, I thought to myself, Victor, you should have read more. And I was shaking. 
when my name was called to give me my result, I was like, how am I going to face my kids and say to them, you have to be better people when I can't even be a better person myself. And when I went out there and the woman said to me, you've got 35. I was so happy. But at the same time, I was very angry because I knew that if I had failed one question, one question, and the question was, why did I put myself in that position? Because I just refused to push myself beyond that mediocre mark. mark. And that mediocre mark or that mediocre life too is a mindset on its own. Do you find yourself doing things? And when you get to a certain level, you either become lazy or you start procrastinating and you don't want to do any more. Because you just sort of feel, well, I've done enough, so it should be okay anyway. I do a five-kilometer run every single time. And I make sure I push myself every single time when I do that run. And I've got a rule. Once you start that run, I must finish it. I must complete the five kilometers, no matter how tired I am. Now, I don't do that run trying to, I do to keep fit, most importantly, but I do it because of my mindset. The mindset where whatever I start, I have to complete. And that was one thing that drives me that will run every morning. And when I push myself, when I get to the end, I push myself a lot faster because I'm trying to make sure that when I finish, I've got nothing left in me. I want to make sure I've got, I always say to myself, when I finish this run, what am I going to do the rest of the energy left in me? After all, I've got time to go and rest anyway. So I make sure I had to go for a full sprint out. So when I get to the end, I'm totally out of breath and I'm struggling to even breathe because I'm tired. So I know I put in everything I've got left in that run. The days in which I feel tired and I think, well, Victor, you got to a three kilometer mark. Don't worry, just leave the rest. You'll understand. But that's when I say no. It's all in the mind. I need to finish. I've started. I need to finish. Because that is a mediocre thought. That is an average thought. And most people wouldn't push because they're already at average. So they need to push higher. They need to go more. But they allow themselves to slip slowly. So they go back into that poverty mindset or that poverty level. And then when they hit the rock bottom, that's when they now decide it's time for me to climb. But now you've gone far, far below. You should have been climbing when you're already halfway up to take yourself up. But why let yourself go all the way down first before you start climbing? You get people who put on so much weight and you say to them, you need to do something about your weight. You need to eat healthy. You need to do something about it. But they will say, nah, I'm all right. Nah, I'm all right. Until they go to the doctor and they're told, oh no, you got the diabetes. Oh, oh no, you, you got one problem or another. That's when they realize I need to do something. And they start panicking, trying to get themselves up. They could have avoided getting themselves to that stage that they were. And then now they're trying to exercise, but they're too heavy now. So that means their knees start hurting. So many other things start, start coming up because they're now too overweight, which could have been avoided right from when they're the halfway mark to work themselves towards the top and live a great and healthy life. So as you're listening to this today, I want to just check yourself. Am I breaking above average? Am I living a mediocre life? Are my networks, people around me, have they got a medical mindset or am I living my life to the full? Am I pushing myself to go to the level I am? When I go to work, do I feel that I'm the most valuable guy in this place? Do I work myself towards that? If my boss calls me, can I say, thank you very much for the, for the opportunity to work here. I'm off I go. I'll find a job anyway because you know how much confidence, how much it works in yourself. Can you relax and know that your business will work, will run, will run even if you're not around? I know you might say I'm still building a business, but yes, even if you're building, are you build pushing yourself hard enough beyond that average mark? And the question remains, 
Don't let yourself slip down. Don't wait till you hit rock bottom before you start doing anything. If you're down there, give yourself that push to rise up. Because you're down there anyway, you've got nothing to lose. It's not too late. It's never, ever too late. You might be listening to this podcast today and thinking, Victor, I'm too old. I can't do anything about this. But no, you're never too old. There's always time to start again. There's always time to push. The bottom line is, you know that when you go to your grave, you should know that, look, I pushed hard. I did my best. You know, when you look at an artist or a sports, a sports personality, and when they go to the race, sometimes when they finish the race and they don't win, the annoyance or the anger most of the time is not really because they haven't won the race. Deep down inside, they know that I could have practiced more. I could have practiced more. Just like when I wrote that exam, I said to myself, Victor, you should have read more. You should have studied harder. Why did you stop at that halfway mark? How can you read half a book? Do you know questions are going to come out? No, you don't. I was wondering why did I put myself in that position? And that is a story of so many people's lives. We need to push beyond that mediocre mind. You know, because I grew up comfortable in an average household, because I had a good job, because I lived in a comfortable house, because I had a great family, I just felt, well, there's no need to even do anything with my life. But every day I knew there was more. I knew I had to push myself to do more. I always told myself, Victor, you can never become a businessman, so why bother? That mindset just stayed with me every single time. But I had to get to a point where I felt, I know I, there's so much more in me. There's, I know there's much more I can do. And that's when I pushed myself out. You know, the victor here, this podcast talks about small wins and big victories. And I pushed myself out with the tiny wins, with the tiny steps. I began to push myself out. And every single day, I make sure I do something new to drive myself forward. It's not about the big strides, not the big steps. And I'm learning every day because I know that that mindset takes a while to wipe out. It's been in me for over 30 years. It's not going to go overnight. I find myself sometimes slipping back into it. I have to catch myself and say, no, unacceptable. Push yourself back up again. And I have to do that every single time. There's some mornings I don't want to get out of bed. I'm thinking, no, I just want to just lie here and just sleep here. I remember when I used to sleep for 13 hours. I just lay there in bed for 13 hours straight. I used to get out of bed because I got too hungry. But now I know I can't do things like that because I knew that was an absolute waste of time. That was, I was supposed to be up there doing things to move my life forward. I want to encourage you today. Mediocrity is crazy, it's dangerous. Don't let yourself slip into it. Don't let yourself fall back. You're already halfway there anyway. So just push yourself towards your goal to where you're trying to get to. Every day, look back and say, have I been the best version of myself today? Have I pushed as hard as I should today? And that is my encouragement today. You listen to this podcast today, I want to say to you, look around your networks. Are they pushing you or are they holding you back? They hold you back sometimes just because they know they're living that medical life. And as I always say, misery loves company. They want you to hang around with them and keep them in that same level so they can get excited. They're not willing to move themselves forward. And that's why they want to hold you back down there so they can all have friends and feel that they are okay. Well, it's up to you to make a choice. You take that responsibility and know that, look, it's time for me to push harder. It's time for me to push and go to the level that I need to be. So you listen to this today, I want to encourage you. Break that average mindset. Smash that medical mindset. Constantly check yourself. If you're falling back into it, make sure you give yourself a good kick and rise up again. I want to encourage you today. You don't want to end up being frustrated, old and grumpy, 
because you know you've lived life on the fence. Now your bum is aching because you've been sitting on the fence the whole time. You want to make sure you're not on the fence. You've crossed over to the good side and you're raising yourself towards your goals, your mission, and whatever you're trying to achieve on this earth. It's a powerful encouragement to you. I want to encourage you today. Smash average. Smash average. Smash average. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this podcast, give me some stars. Five stars will be lovely. So thank you so much for listening. Once again, my name is Victor Tarfa. I'm an international transformational speaker, mentor, corporate MC, and also the author of the book, The Seasons of Life. This is the Victor. Small wins, big victories. Thank you for listening. <laughs>